welcome to It's Actually Happening. This is Vince Williams. Hello there, and this is Chris... Heffernan. Yes, it is Heffernan. Chris Heffernan. This is a weekly podcast that looks at the weird and wonderful news that is actually happening in the world today. But before that, it's time to look through the past and we see what happened on this day, the 31st of July, in history. In 1922, 18-year-old Ralph Samuelson rides the world's first water skis. Oh, have you you ever water skied? No, I've done kneeboarding, but I've never done water skiing. (laughs) Kneeboarding? That sounds like something you do in a prison. Oh, I've been kneeboarded. <laughs> um, no, it's where you get... It's like a mini surfboard and you go on your knees and then you get pulled along. Like water so you, skis. Hang on. <laughs> so you, let's just clear this up. You're on your knees and you get pulled off. Pulled along. Uh, pulled along, right. Okay. Got it. You got it? Carry on. <laughs> and then in 1965 on this day... Cigarette advertising was banned on TV all the way back in 1965. Yeah, and so it should have been. I mean, do you remember there also, there was a, that reminds me that there was a ban, it used to be banned on, on any advertising for gambling. Yeah. So he wasn't allowed to advertise gambling. And do you know what changed that? What? The National Lottery. So the National Lottery came in, and the BBC then advertised that the National Lottery was there and you could win millions, and then that opened the doors for all the other advertisers for gambling, so now you, that's why we get so many gambling advertisements. It's the National Lottery's fault. I see, but I believe now we won't be able to have fast food adverts before nine o'clock, I believe is the next one. Yeah, well, that's that's going to stop obesity, isn't it? That's <laughs> definitely going to stop it. Let, how are we going to stop obesity? Oh. I know. Let's just not put any adverts on. Now, I'm not bothered about adverts. If I fancy a McDonald's, I fancy a McDonald's. No advert. Oh, I'll wait till the advert at 9.30, so then it'll make me fancy it. Crap idea. Fair enough. And in 2012, Michael Phelps became the greatest medal winner in Olympic history. He won his 19th medal and 15th gold in the 4x200m team relay. Now, that is phenomenal. The amount of medals this That's guy impressive. in the swimming to swim like. Have you seen him? Did you see him, any of him? I've seen him swim, yeah. He is incredible, isn't he? Mind you, he wasn't as incredible as that other bloke. Who was that other bloke? Um, oh, I can't remember his name. But he had, he had no arms or legs, but he did the 100 metres in a fantastic time. Wow. Yeah, he was a right clever dick. Right then, shall we get on with today's news stories? Vince, what have you got for us first? Okay then, so we're going to start off today with Woman slams Sainsbury's for highly offensive tweet, but it's not what it seems. Ooh, you have me intrigued. (laughs) I'm glad there's one intrigued. So basically, the UK supermarket was criticised by a customer on Twitter Um, but it basically turned out to be a big misunderstanding. So they were accused of being highly offensive. So this took place on Twitter after a customer had asked the store about their face mask policy. Because obviously now it's law to have a face mask. It's been bought in, the policy's been bought in when you're inside shops and stuff like that. So she tweeted, 
just to ask about what their policy is in store. Um, now, Sainsbury's wrote back on Twitter saying, we, want to be, uh, we won't be challenging our customers without a mask um, when they enter the store since they may have a reason not to wear one. Karen. Now, this customer thought this was highly offensive to have Sainsbury's putting Karen on the end. And she wrote back, Karen on the end, at the end, stick it. So she was really offended. Ooh. Now, I'm not sure why she was offended by Karen. So could you explain to me, Chris? Of course, Vince. I'll bring you into the 21st century. Thank you. So Karen is a name that's flung around on social media as uh, the name of a normally middle-aged woman, sort of late 40s, 50s, who's a stickler for rules. She finds things to moan about at every opportunity. Nothing's ever good enough. You know, loves a good moan. Oh, why can't I do this? Oh, this. Oh, that's wrong. Oh, that's wrong. That sort of person. Right, so one I'll have to call Sam Karen from now on. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm in trouble again, aren't I? So now this is where the misunderstanding came, right? Because obviously she thought she was calling her Karen. Um, so Sainsbury's responded to this saying, um, sorry for the confusion, Karen is the name of a colleague who has responded to your query. So basically Karen was signing off. She responded to the query and it was like from Karen, but just said Karen. So this woman suddenly jumped on this, this poor woman, Karen, who's going to have enough trouble as it is being called Karen, with her going, oh, I think you're highly offensive. So, yeah, that's where the misunderstanding was. So it's like, you know, what? where did Karen, you know where Karen came from? Why is it Not Karen? I think it's, it's from one a, of those names, isn't it? So... <laughs> So do you know any Karens? Yeah. Do you know what would have been really funny, though, as well? Just thinking about it. If Karen, who had responded to the first message, responded to the second message. I mean, it wasn't her. It was a guy called Colin who responded to the second message saying about the, you know, that it had been a, a bit of a confusion. But just imagine if that one was Karen as well. This could have gone on because she would again. Oh, sorry the, for the confusion, but I, I'm just responding to your message, Karen. And then she would have gone. You'll keep on calling me Karen, and it would have gone on and on. <laughs> that would have been better. So you're the what Karens. A disaster. I know. So the Karens that you know are they a bit like this then? A little. I've not. I mean, I only know them from childhood when I was very little. They were like people's mums. But yeah, I think so. Probably. Name and shame them. Who, whose mum was I'm they? not going to name and shame them here. That's, that's so harsh. Um, but I do think, yeah, yeah, you, you do. I think you're guaranteed everyone in life to have a run in with a Karen at some point. But I do know. I actually do think about. It, I do actually know some a nice Karen as well. Yeah. Well, we. I think we all know a nice Karen and and a, a moany Karen. But I, I mean, do feel sorry for the Karen population. I certainly will not be naming my child Karen. Yeah, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? It's like it'll be a dead name soon. There'll there'll be other names that'll be brought into like when someone I don't know when someone's really stupid or or someone doesn't know what they're doing, they'll go oh god, yeah all right Boris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, someone who hasn't got a clue about anything in the world. Yeah, Donald, of course. So this could go on. So poor old Karens. I'm sorry out there to all you Karens, but they're always, there's always one. Because the thing is, the problem with this country as well is, it always brings me to the fact that when someone complains about something, we always jump on their complaint rather than like, if you've got a thousand people, say, in, in a venue somewhere, and you've got one person complains the music's too loud, everyone goes, oh, we've got to turn the music down, the music's too loud, we've had a complaint. Yeah, you've had one complaint. There's a thousand people in there. There's 999 people. Don't worry about the music. But yet we go, oh, we've had a complaint. Oh, let's turn the music down. Oh, I hate that bit. That's what I hate about this country. One person complains and everything's got to change. Whereas all the other people who didn't complain, they don't get their way. What's wrong with that then, Chris? I mean, yes, Vince, you're right. Another opportunity for a good old rant. This podcast is just becoming your way of having a go at the world, really. <laughs> Who cares if anyone listens? It's just therapy for Vince. <laughs> yeah, I should be paying you, shouldn't I? <laughs> it all started when I was five. So, our next story today. I've got this one for you. Woman has traded a hairpin for a minivan. And reveals plans for getting a house. Well, I'm I'm already quite confused. I know this is an amazing story. This is a wonderful story, and it is this uh, sort of game competition thing you do, where you someone did it on YouTube, and this person's copied that. You find the most small, the smallest, cheapest thing in your house, and so for this woman, it was a hairpin. And you're, uh, you have to go out and find people. They can't be your friends or family. And you've got to trade this hairpin for something else. Right. And you slowly grow and grow. So, for example, this woman began with a hairpin. She was able to exchange it for a pair of earrings. Okay. From the earrings, she was able to get some margarita glasses. Okay. And from the margarita glasses, she was able to get a vacuum. Wow, that's a, that's a bit of a leap right there, isn't it? Yeah. Some nice glasses to a vacuum cleaner. But there you go. And she's hoping, she's managed to get up to a minivan. She's hoping to go all the way to a house. So did she go from the vacuum to the minivan? I don't know. It didn't say where we went next. There was a bit of a void. But yeah, fancy that. And apparently it's a a thing anyone can do. Um, And you just, she messages hundreds of people a day, apparently, to see if anyone's up for, up for trading. Wow. Well, that's not a bad idea, though, is it really? Yeah. So, what's the what would you start with if you were trading now, Chris? What would you start with? You need something. You said you need something small and cheap. I'd probably go. I probably got a pen, or even just a pen lid. Yeah. See, I'd probably start. I'd probably, I'd probably start with my partner Sam because she's quite small and and cheap. <laughs> and now Vince is single. <laughs> oh, what a shame. <laughs> So, Vince, now that you're single, would you like to tell us your next story? Middle-aged man goes on Twitter all day to try and find a date. <laughs> no, it's... Um, right, this, this story made me laugh. But it is, couple threaten to bar wedding guests if they break cringy dress code. Brilliant. Okay, so um, this is all about a bride and groom who have been harshly criticised for their strict wedding dress code. Because obviously, uh, in the wed- you know, when you have a wedding, you, you, you put things out and you will say, look, maybe there's a dress code for a wedding. 
which is no fair enough it's their wedding but this was a little bit too much i think so they so like you receive your, inf your invitation to the wedding and it read dress code would be strictly enforced and could be found on their website so they have a website but that's the first thing okay now our wedding you're having a wedding they've got their own wedding website now i've been to a wedding where they had a website have you and they have like quizzes and like word searches and stuff to do and stuff what what do you do that when the wedding's on is it know. that boring that I you have know. to do a, a word search when they're getting married and it was like a guess what the first song's gonna be all that sort of stuff oh see people need to get a life it's that general public thing again and here we go so yeah if you are thinking of getting a website please don't because it's not right but anyway they on their website um they've got they've got this thing and it said the dress code was as follows so gentleman's dress code is suit pants only no tuxedos no jeans no khakis must be black or navy cannot be any shade of gray shirts white button down dress shirt only no patterns suit coats must be worn black or navy only no gray ties solid colors only cannot be gray white ivory mauve or sage so there you go you're going to try and find something in there for the now the women it, now the women to be fair the women's a little bit simpler um, so it was no jumpsuits, it's dresses only. So dresses only, no jumpsuits or pantsuits. Dresses must be no longer than knee length. So you've got to have a short, shortish dress, okay? Dresses cannot be white ivory, white with floral pattern, black beige, black with pattern, mauve, sage, or any shade of grey. You can't have any of that. I think they don't like grey. I think someone must be in grey. So it might be the it might be the the groom is in grey suit, and the bride's obviously in in either white or ivory. But looking at this person who's obviously done this, I, I'm I'm kind of going with that this couple, she probably can't wear white. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and uh, it said anyone not complying, and the word complying already means quite like, it's very sort of regimental isn't it anyone not compliant will be will not be admitted well i'm going to be controversial Ooh, here go. okay i'm going to go on the side of the bride and groom here what because <laughs> weddings cost a fortune okay weddings cost so much money okay and you get to basically turn up okay you get free entertainment all day you get free food all day you get often quite a lot of free drink all day okay so this is one hell of a expensive day for them and a an incredibly cheap fun day for you so if they want to have nice pictures with people in nice clothes why shouldn't they you're the one getting it you've got to pay to go to this okay chris on the on the flip side yes you have got to you've got a free day out now listen not necessarily you said entertainment at the wedding not necessarily all weddings I've been to have been that entertaining. Some I've wanted to gouge my own eyes out at, um, mentioning no names, including my own. Um, so, 
But this, the big thing is, you shouldn't have to tell people. You can say to people, look, just stay away from these colours. Because normally a wedding evolves around the colours. So you have a colour scheme. So you have the certain flowers a certain colour. You have the groom in a certain colour suit. The, 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 the bride's dress is normally white or ivory. It's that sort of. So just avoid those sort of things. But don't make such a list where you can't wear. I mean, to be honest with you, if I'd got to that list and it said pants only to start off with on the suit. And, and now when it says pants only, now I'm, I am presuming now that these guys are American. I, I hope so. Because I, what a yeah, wedding. Well, we know how thick the Americans are anyway. So pants only, I would just turn up in my pants and say, oh, sorry, I didn't look down the list. I only saw the first bit where it said <laughs> pants only. So that's why I'm standing here in my wire fronts because obviously pants are undergarments. They're not overgarments. They're trousers, I think you mean. Queen's English is trousers, I think you're looking for there. And the other thing is, the poor ladies, they, they want them in these short skirts. What about... Dresses. Dre- sorry, yeah, dresses. What about poor old granny? I'm not, not particularly sure everyone else wants to see granny in a mini skirt. Do you know, you know what I mean? It's not a great look. I'm sure granny doesn't want to show off everything she ain't got. So there's a lot of things... I mean, oh, I don't know. I just if someone if someone of my friends sent me this and go go to my website, first of all, I would defriend them straight away, take them off Facebook, uninstagram them, all that sort of thing. They're not my friends. If you've got a website and you you go go to the website for wedding, you're not my friend. And then to give us that list, there's no way that I would even go. I'd rather have a free night at home. Well, I'll be very careful when I send you a wedding invitation then. Oh, right. Are you getting married soon, Chris? Is there something we could share with everyone right now? You and Naomi? No. Are tying no, the knot? Not yet. But if one day it were to happen, I will bear in mind that you do not like to be told what to no. wear. No, and you know that I'm going to turn up in my pants. Right, next up, moving on. Well, we have that lovely image of Vince in Y-front. For any of those girls out there now, I'm single. <laughs> My headline is, police responding to loose panther report, find stuffed toy. Oh, so when you say loose panther, you mean a panther that's on the loose, not a loose panther going, hey, everybody, come with me. Yeah, <laughs> I want you want some of this? I'm a loose panther. <laughs> okay. The former, yeah, it's escaped. Although actually it hasn't escaped. So the police pull up at this park and on the bench, two legs up on the bench, two legs down on the bottom, they think they've spotted the predator. They have had reports that there is a large apex predator. What's an apex predator, you might ask? Okay, what's an apex predator? An apex predator means top of the food chain predator. Uh, That's like me. So, dangerous. Dangerous, right, okay. They pull up in West Sussex. This is in Stenning. Okay. Prepared to deal with a panther. Turns out it is just someone's stuffed toy. Wow. <laughs> now they're either really relieved at this point or or they're just like, oh, what a waste of time. Exactly. They didn't they also thought it was a real panther when they arrived as well, which makes me doubt the police force. <laughs> <laughs> well that's you see, that's what happens. That's why you always see when policemen do do traffic duty. There's always two of them, because one's good at numbers and one's good at letters. For the number plates, you see, they need two of them. But I tell you what, what did they? Did it say what they brought with them to deal with this apex predator? 
No. It sounded like they just sort of went to check it out. I mean, again, very dangerous if it had turned out to be an apex predator. And there were just two country bobbies from West Sussex thinking, yeah, we've got a little net. We've got some handcuffs. I'm sure we'll be okay. <laughs> Fast panther, slow policeman. <laughs> and now that I'd like to see. It'd be funny. It reminds me of another story I read a few weeks ago that was on a similar vein. Someone had reported that a tiger was on the loose in a forest. Right. And what had happened is, because of lockdown, more people were going out walking and walking along this path. And so they people had never walked there before. And for years and years, there's been a sculpture, a sculpture, sculpture <laughs> of a tiger. A sculpture of a tiger. And they thought it was real life. Wow. So they also reported. So the police have had a lot of... It seems stuffed animals, sculpture animals as real animals. But they do. There is a lot of cases in in the UK as well, though, where people have seen these big cats roaming the area, the beast of wherever it is. There's a lot of stories about they've seen Dartmoor. Dartmoor. The beast of Dartmoor was meant to be a big black panther, wasn't it? A massive Mm. black cat. Um, I mean, it may be just a big cat that people see that's far away and it looks bigger. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'd be honest with you. My my black cat, Ozzy, he's growing very quickly, and if we're not careful, if he goes out, he could be. They they might think he's arrested. a panther. Yeah, arrested by the Sussex police. <laughs> <laughs> so, was this? Did someone come on suddenly claim this lovely stuffed animal they've got, or was it just left there? I think it was just left there for another police call, probably. Oh well, there we go. So if you do see a panther, it's probably not one. But still, don't approach it, just in case. Just in case. <laughs> Bonkers. I mean, we've watched too many nature documentaries now. I think we're expecting animals around every corner. Well, yeah, they are. The funny thing is, is, is animals are... I mean, I'm, I'm working with some alpacas at the moment, um, which are great. They're brilliant animals, but they've all got a character of their own. And the one thing that alpacas do is if they, if they get a bit annoyed with you or whatever, they spit at you. And it's just because what they've got, they've got, they've got three stomachs, and one of these stomachs is used just for grass that they eat, so that when they want to spit, they can bring this up from their stomach and spit it at you. So you can imagine the smell. So lovely it is. I mean, I'm I'm thinking of bottling it. It's going to be called alpaca raban. But they are they're great. They've got their own characters, and and I think animals, like you say, it's good to see animals like that, but. Obviously, the dangerous ones. Did you see Tiger King on on Netflix? Did you watch that? No, that did escape me. You should definitely watch it because it was unreal what these guys did with with his tigers and that. They go in, and, they go and stand in there with a tiger, like, and it's like, you know, and then you wonder why he's gone at you. No, thank you. Like someone got their their arm bit off with a tiger, and then she's going afterwards. Oh, it wasn't the tiger's fault. Well. No, it was your fault for going in with the tiger. We know it wasn't the tiger's fault. If you, if you listen, if you, if you come in my house and stick a Mars bar on the table, that's gonna go. I'm gonna eat it. So if you suddenly go into a tiger's pen with your arm, it's gonna eat it. It's not the tiger's fault. It's your fault for being a stupid idiot. And before we go down the route of therapy again, Vince, what is your next headline? So this one, uh, the headline is. Midwife witnesses mum in labour discovering husband has a mistress. But it gets worse. Oh, no. Yeah, so... So, basically, giving birth is... is, It's meant to be one of the most magical moments of your life. 
I mean, I've I've got two children. I don't know if I'd call it magical. I think I think going to Disneyland is magical. I think going on holiday to Mexico is magical. Seeing your two children pushed out in lo- with loads of blood and gore and stuff, I don't. I wouldn't class it as magical, to be fair. But anyway, it's a magical moment because children are great, aren't they? Not so much when they get older. Um, but anyway, um, so this woman's she's in labour, and in the moment was the whole moment was overshadowed shadowed by her husband's infidelity. Um, now, the midwife, who was, was on shift, uh, she was left stunned when the mum discovered that her husband's secret partner, get this, was also at the same hospital giving birth. Oh, you're kidding me. Absolutely not. So, it doesn't tell you exactly how she discovered it. Um, I, I kind of think in my head it's like one of them comical... Like a where he's gone into one room and said the wrong name or gone into the next room. They're like they're next door to each other and he's yeah. flitting between two rooms and it gets a bit he gets a bit confused. That's how I see it, but basically she found it out. Um and so the the husband's infidelity is having another child of his in the same hospital at exactly the same time. What are the odds of that? That's bonkers. But this is where it gets me as well. The healthcare worker, it's from the US again. You won't be surprised oh, okay. to know this when I tell you this next bit. Was sitting near the couple at the time. She wasn't even dealing with that woman at the time. She was sitting near them. Um, and the mum confronted her husband. And this care worker captured it all on camera. <laughs> right? A now, high level of professionalism there. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand why she would capture it on camera. But then you read the next bit and this woman shared the video on Reddit. Reddit again. Reddit again. Yay. Yes, there it is. There it is again. Um, now, <laughs> so obviously she's taking this very inappropriate video, I feel, especially when it's nothing yeah. to do with her personal and very personal but this woman's face when she confronted her husband must have been absolute i mean i haven't seen the video myself but i can imagine she was going in some so she thought oh they're having a quick one let's go and then realized that the the other woman is having a baby in the same place and it just must have just escalated from there but then she went and shared it on reddit so people can then comment about it can't they obviously yeah that's what they do um it it brings to mind that how rare that i mean they must have had when they had sex and she was they conceived the the the, the husband and wife he must have had sex more or less at the same time so it might have been maybe the next day or the day before it could have been even been the same day they could have done a morning and evening but it's weird yeah. isn't it, how that's that's turned Bonkers. around it's like a tv show there's a tv show on bbc one uh very like this where this man has had two families and neither one family doesn't know about the other and the children are almost exactly the same age and i think have exactly the same name as well see they they've probably done that to to add any confusion if they say the wrong name it's not going to be the wrong name because they're all got the same name no that's why okay that's why some people isn't it i'm trying to think oh i know what it was it remember our story about the perfumer affair 
Yes. And he gave her the same perfume as his yes. wife. So that if she yes. smelt the perfume, she'd think it was her own perfume. Yes. They've probably done the same thing. They've got the same name. So if you're going to have an affair, make sure you have the affair with the same name. So if you do say Perfect. it in your sleep or you do accidentally say their name. Have you ever done that? Have you ever said an ex's name to your I current? Don't have an ex. You don't have an ex. So I don't have an ex. So oh, right. yes, there is no name to so use. So you and the lovely Naomi have, have been together... How long have you been together now? Five years. Five years, and you never had anyone before that? No. Oh. So if I did mess up the name, it would be really embarrassing because I'd be naming a friend. Oh, that's even worse. I think it's slightly worse. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Especially if it's like, oh, Vince. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's true. I mean, I, my mum used to do it a lot. My mum used to, if I was, whoever the current girlfriend was at the time when I was growing up, then she would always say the girl before. So. Handy. Yeah. And I'm sure she did it on purpose just to make sure that I got some sort of shit at some point, you know. But yeah, no. And it's just, I just don't find it the weirdest story because. The The coincidence there. It's unbelievable, isn't it? But I still really, and it's a shame it didn't tell you how she actually found out. Because I really want to know how she found out that they were. You know, I want them to be next. I want them next to each other in the bed, and they're chatting away. And then the man comes in, and they both go, "Oh, hello, darling." Oh yes, that would be the ideal way for it to happen. That was see. I was thinking of them in two different rooms, but yeah, you're right. Maybe they were together on a prep thing, or maybe in a, in a... waiting in the ward yeah. before labour properly kicked in. Oh yeah, he's gone to get coffee. Comes back in. The other woman's arrived. He's not seen them arrive. They doesn't know they're both there. Walks in. They both say, "Darling." Oh, or even, or maybe that was on a mobile phone that he said, "Oh, oh, have you got a picture of your husband? Oh, here he is." Yeah, that. There he is. Oh, snap! Mine looks just like that. <laughs> oh, I don't think it's the only thing that would snap. I think his neck would snap from that from the wife. To be honest with you, I mean, there's nowhere to go. He's in trouble, isn't he? Let's be honest. He is. He's so far in it. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. That, that, you're not getting out of that easily. No. I feel very sorry for the women. What a day to discover. Yeah, and also, I mean, what's going to what's going to happen next? You know, it's, it's yeah, always the go thing. From there? Yeah, absolutely. So is it going to go, well, I don't know, I've got, I've got two kids. And also, just think about it, mate. You might as well just give away your house. You might as well just give everything away, mate, because you're going to lose half to one and half to the other if they both stop. So yeah. just... You know, just flush it down the toilet and cut out the middleman. You know what I mean? So, And life advice there from Vince. Thank you. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> okay, that's all from us this week. And we'll be back next week with some more It's Actually Happening about weird and wonderful news from around the world that's actually happening right now to these dates. So thank you to my co-presenter there mr chris heffernan heffernan thank you and we'll see you i'll see you again see i do it every time we'll see oh i'm gonna see you i'm i'm looking through your window that's what i'm doing thanks catch you next week bye bye